Yeah. Yeah, I got yeah. Jake to stay dancing with me here. <laughs> Put the arm down. Nice. You got it, brother. Hey, Dr. Chris. Yeah, man, what's going on? Let me get the uh, proper. I don't hear you, Dr. Chris. I can see you. You just heard me, didn't you? you. Check. Are you there? Check, check, check. Can you hear me? We yeah. were just chatting and everything was fine. Yeah, it was. I can't hear a word you're saying. Da, 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 da. And I had Jake the Snake uh, dancing with me, and um, I don't know why I can't hear you. Very, very weird. There you are. Hmm. Try it now. Can you hear me? Check. Can you hear me? I can't hear a thing you're saying, and my speakers are all up and on. Very unusual. Yeah, it is. Not unusual to me. Jake the Snake may have broken our uh, broken our show here. Check, check, check. Uh, can y'all hear me? Uh, can y'all hear me? Why don't I try this? Why don't I back out of here and click back in? Okay? You yep. said you can hear me, right? Mm-hmm. Thumbs up if you can hear me. Okay. Yes. Very good at following directions, by the way. <laughs> we'll try. Sure. I'll try the same. Hang on. Let me just make sure my microphone is on. Yes, it is, and my speakers are on. Hold on. Hold on. I may have found the culprit. May have Check. found the culprit. Da -da 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 -da. Meantime, Doctor Chris. I've got yeah. a question for you. Okay. One top, top, uh, is my video okay? No, it's freezing now. You see me fine? It's freezing now. You can see, I can't hear you, so I'm, <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Okay, hang on a minute. I'm going to my speaker settings. My speaker's all the way up. Okay. Hold on. Media player, manage device. Says my device is fine. Can y'all hear me? Bluetooth audience? is on. Although okay, sometimes so people think it's yellow, not blue. But uh, no, I can't hear a thing you're saying, unfortunately. Ladies and gentlemen, I totally apologize. Uh, you can hear both of us. Well, that's great. That's great. So I'm going to watch Dr. Chris's mouth. <laughs> so I've never done a show. First of all, if somebody can post an answer for me for this question, for this question that has nothing to do with pro wrestling, one of my favorite TV shows of all time that I watch regularly is the three-hour block of the FBI. Dr. Chris, do you watch that sometimes? No. You don't. Okay. So any of the fans out there that watch it, here's my question. Here's my question. The, the girl is working for the FBI undercover, right? And she's the bad guy's two feet away from her, right? She's got a gimmick in her ear with the other FBI people are talking to her. How come the bad guys can't hear this? Okay. Mm. While I go and reset and come in again, Let's see what you guys come up with. I will be right back after re-coming in again. And uh, don't know why I can't hear Dr. Chris. Mm, I don't know. What's up, everybody? This is uh, Dr. Chris Featherstone here for uh, yet another episode of uh, Unscripted. 
It is a Tuesday night. You know what that means. I'm going to give me a drink of water as a bill after is logging off and logging back on. So my uh, Bill Ross, uh, my Bob, Bob Ross, I need to turn him over. Uh, but uh, I do therapy uh, on my other side. And then uh, my clients look at, uh, at Bob Ross and it uh, makes them uh, a lot happier. And a lot of people know who uh, Bob Ross is, too, that I'm giving therapy to. Some really good art therapy. So, all right. Let's see if Bill Atta works this time. Can you hear me, Bill? All right. I can stop yelling. I can hear you fine. Did I said, can you hear me, Bill? That's uh, Chris Did Riley. anybody answer my FBI question? No. Rollin doesn't watch FBI. Nobody saw could FBI. No. Unbelievable. Okay. Well, let's let me let me tell you what's on my mind, Doctor Chris. Okay. okay. Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw spectacular segment. One of the most interesting segments that I have been transfixed to the TV. And I was texting a moment ago with Mr. Raju Dasgupta, the okay. official content. Manager here at Sports Kida, and I was good. He doesn't watch the FBI either, he's a living dead guy. But anyway, one of the things that drew me in, and I couldn't get enough of it, both visually, conceptually. So, anyway, one of the most compelling things I've seen in all of Monday Night Raw in a long time is the man, Becky Lynch, and the mommy. Rhea Ripley circling around and around each other as they chatted and finally wound up face to face in very compelling and very convincing chat. It made me want to see it go on for a little bit longer and it made me want to say yes Becky Lynch has got to win the Royal Rumble and get that match at WrestleMania against Rhea Ripley. I think right now, everybody after that promo, I'm not going to even call it a promo, that excellent segment, I think everybody will agree with me, and I don't know about you, Dr. Chris, uh, that that match right now has what we used to call in the boxing industry, fight fever. All right. Um, I do think that we'll see Becky and Rhea at uh, WrestleMania. I think that's something that's been uh, planned. I think there's been seeds uh, planted with that for a while now, actually. Um, I think mm-hmm. that, um, yeah, I mean, they had a face off last year, you know what I mean? So I think that that's uh, plants the seeds for that. Uh, that, that's been going on for a while. So I do think we'll see Becky versus Rhea at uh, WrestleMania. I do think that's a money match. I do think that that's a, uh, an opportunity for Becky to win the championship again. She hasn't been a champion. Oh, she lost no, to Bianca Belair. No, wait a minute. She hasn't been champion since when? 
Yes, a long time. We, she's also was pinned by. She was also pinned by Nia Jax two weeks well, ago. Yeah, right. Which doesn't make sense to me of why she's in the title hunt. But um, she, I think, as far as I remember, she lost to Bianca Belair SummerSlam of uh, two thousand twenty-two. Because that's when um, Damage Control came after the uh, after the match and debuted. So okay. that's the last time she's had a, uh, a world championship. So it's been a while. I mean, it's time for Becky to be. I mean, she had an NXT championship, but I mean, I really don't count that as a world. No, champion. what I'm asking is, did you see the 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 face to face with the two of them? And if so, what did you? Of course, think I of did, them? Bill. I have to. I have to. I have to see it because of uh, <laughs> I get paid. Yeah, what did you think from. about it? I, I, it, was okay. it was okay. Just okay. It didn't wow me. No. I was trying to to say something positive, actually. I was trying to put I was trying to put Becky Lynch over uh, because I was saying that I think it's time for her to uh, to win. I mean, not necessarily time for the win, but I think it's, um, you know, it's it's been a while. So I think her winning the title is uh, is fine. I'm fine fine with that. I mean, mean, I'm not even looking at who's going to win the title. I'm, I'm looking at that their performance on Monday Night Raw to me was just fab- it, no matter what else was on that show it took second place to this performance I did I expected it to be good but I didn't expect it to be on the high level that it actually was yeah I don't even think it was that good why not because one Rhea Ripley, she she flubbed her lines. She forgot she forgot her lines. She, let's start off there, and then and then Becky Lynch came out, and Becky Lynch is okay. I mean, you know, she's hit or miss with promos. Um, the production was bad because I, we kept seeing the back of Becky Lynch's. Uh, you know, uh, you know, you could tell Kevin Dunn isn't there. Vince and I was talking about this on uh, the Raw show. You can tell Kevin Dunn isn't there anymore because. Those uh, those shots were just not good. Um, I don't. Yeah, I, didn't see, mind, a, I didn't mind. I didn't mind. I didn't mind the walk. I didn't. I didn't mind the walk. The walk around. Like I, I didn't mind that. That was something different. I, I didn't mind that. But uh, it didn't. I mean, it didn't wow me. It was just, and it just kind of fell flat at the end. See, I'm looking at it from the fan, the, the fan perspective. In me, it took me in. It took me over. Not from a critical point of view, from a fan point of view. Oh, I'm, I'm a fan. Uh, fans can be critical too. No, I, of course, absolutely. Yeah. But I think sometimes people look a little too deep into something like that after something that's really good. But that's my opinion. Or they can just not like it. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 you yeah. asked me, you asked me how I thought about it. I just, I didn't think it was that good. Okay. Uh, what mean, did Russo think about? What did Russo think about it? I didn't I see last night's actually. show. I don't think he'd liked it either, but uh, yeah, I think we agreed on that. Uh, we, I don't think we both thought it was very good. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, Rhea, she she flubbed her lines. You know that 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 kind of disconnected me away from the the. But segment. who knew that? Who really knew that? Uh, it was pretty evident. 
mean, it's pretty. She, she, you could tell. I mean, I, I, I'm a psychologist, and so I look at. I facials. know. I, I look at facials and you could tell she was just lost like a deer in headlights from no, she, she came in, she she leaned on the ropes, she was just she was just lost they, more. It was like it her. was like it was like seven seconds of eternity. Like it was no, they didn't cheer during that time. It was like quiet and she was trying to find her lines and like no, stuff they cheered like her that. when she came out. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when she when she forgot her lines, and so when she she was talking and and Rhea Ripley, she's I think that she is amazing. I mean, I, I think this I, I like Rhea. She's fantastic. She's, I mean, she's just a, a league of her own. But uh, I mean, she she definitely needs some work on the promo for sure. Uh, and I think that's losing, f- forgetting her lines and flubbing her lines. Well, to me, it just shows that um, people like Rhea Ripley, and I think people just across the board, uh, just I mean, they don't need lines. Why? Why do you need lines? I mean, you, 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 you're old school. You, you know, who, who, who wrote lines? You know, back. Well, did in they America. write lines? Did they write lines for her? Or did they say this is what we want you to talk about? Like in the old school, we, you know, we're not at the meeting. But I don't know if they gave her a script that she had to say word for word. But again, the way I watched it last night, I was just they drew me in with the circling first. And that spot that you were talking about with her uh, on the ropes, I wondered for a minute what she's doing. It looked like she was talking directly to a fan there in Little Rock. I didn't get that. But then. She forgot her lines. Rollin999. Didn't Mr. Apter notice that Rhea Ripley forgot her lines in her promo? The silence was deafening. I agree. Becky Lynch said that both she and Rhea Ripley were the face of the WWE. Do you guys agree? Oh, that's a good question. The female faces of the WWE, I think. Um, Right now, um, yeah, I mean, the. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, Rhea Ripley's got kind of that, uh, uh, you know, Chris, you and Dr. Chris, you and I always talk about if the baby face is cheered, they're not doing her job, th- their job. The heels are yet, cheered. Yeah, here, heels, that's what I meant. And yet uh, Rhea Ripley, when she came out, was cheered, but they started booing her when she went face to face with Rhea Ripley. So it was very yeah. interesting because I thought of you during that period of time. But I think right now that uh, Rhea Ripley and Becky Lynch are the face of the uh, of the women's division at this point. Do you agree? I think Rhea is. I don't see Becky. No, I don't think. I think Becky. she's on her way back there. Well, who would be the second... Who would be the second? That's the issue. Ever? There's no, there's none. I mean, there's, if any, if I only, I, I wouldn't even, I would say Bianca Belair is more of a face of, of WWE over the past three years than Becky Lynch has been. Do you think both Bianca currently is getting over as hot as she was no, last no. time? No, I think her stock has drastically plummeted. Why? Yeah. Uh, because she's not booked in any stories. I mean, like yeah. there's there's no stories with Bianca. There's nothing. There's nothing for someone to sink their teeth in when it comes to really any of the females. There's no stories. I mean, like that's that's what I don't understand when it comes to pro wrestling. That's what bothers me about pro wrestling so much is that it's just action, 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 and stories. You don't give a lot of times. I mean, pro wrestling as a whole, they don't give us room to breathe. 
that's that's anything like when you're when you're having theater and when you're having cinema, you're, you you have to give the audience room to breathe. You have to make the crescendos matter, even with music. You know, what sure. I mean, like you have to make the crescendos matter. You're taking us through a journey when it comes to music, cinema, theater, uh, entertainment, like all of that. The problem with pro wrestling nowadays is that it's just action, 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 action. And it's like, where is the story arc? Where is the narrative? Where, where's how are you drawing us in for that boom moment for us to get in? Well, are, are you making this a blanket statement? Because usually the first few minutes of Raw, SmackDown and sometimes AEW are setups of a story that takes place later that night. No, I'm talking about story arcs. I'm just talking about like story, okay. like okay. like story lines, like story like mm-hmm. angles. Okay. Um, okay. Pro wrestling as a whole, just I mean, drastic, just are, is just bad at that. I mean, I've been watching wrestling since the mid '80s, and even in that frame of time, you know, I've seen it over the past nearly 40 years now change drastically and i think just you know i, I miss the 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 st- well, i miss what brought wrestling to the dance you know as far as just what caused professional wrestling to have more of a uh less of a local you know kind of circus type of you know feel to continue to span us because it was cinematic you know when it came to story arcs and storylines mm-hmm. that was that was fun that was exciting and i see- some of it and I see a lack of some of it. I, I don't look at it under one big blanket that way. It depends, you know, where you're going with what story. They're trying to do stories, but uh, the thing is, the fans generally may not be biting into that apple. What stories are they doing that's very riveting? Well, if we're, we're talking about, of course, the whole Roman Reigns situation, the Royal Rumble. I mean, there are stories there. Now, next week, Cody and CM Punk are going to meet face-to-face. They haven't since CM Punk. But what's the storylines? What, what are big storylines going well, on? Well, the big storylines is who's going to win the Royal Rumble and possibly... storyline. Why? Of course it is. That's a match. That's not a storyline. No, no, it's a storyline going. Storyline going. It's a storyline going toward the Royal Rumble. You have to have. You have to build stories going into the Royal Rumble. Let's say uh, our truth is going into the Royal Rumble, which he probably will. And uh, is the story that is he going to throw out Damian Priest? Is he going to terrible story? In your opinion, but what I'm saying, yeah, it's a story, whether it's terrible or or medium or good, it's still a story. OK, so so your answer to my question is the current stories are our truth and the winner of the Royal Rumble. I'm just giving you examples of an, right, an example. I'm asking you. So you're yeah, saying that the current stories are our truth and the winner of the Royal Rumble. Those are the current stories. Well, right? and also, also Seth Rollins, who is he? Who's going to try and take his title? Yeah, but that's not the, the story. Rumble. What's, what's the what? What what's the, what's the storyline? What's an angle going on? What what are riveting angles currently? Well, the riveting angle is who's going to beat him for the championship. That's a riveting angle for the fan, for that 15 year old fan that I talk to all the time. That's 
my god and that's not gonna... an angle though like it, like when it, when it, when it comes to angle is there's a few there's a rivalry going on there's a story arc that's building around a rivalry again going back to comic that's not saying who's gonna that's like saying who's gonna be the the villain of Batman that's not a story the the story is Batman and Joker like Batman versus Joker Batman versus Two Face like that that's a story there's already there's already well they had them for years there's, yes there's already a villain there. There's already a villain there, and there's a there's an angle and a story arc and a narrative going to the peak, which is usually the duel. So what, what I'm asking you is, what current storylines based on feuds that are riveting? So say say for instance, if this was a year and a half ago, if you would have said the bloodline, that would have been a, a perfect you know um, yes. uh, answer. Yeah. The bloodline, you know, uh, I I, I like the bloodline storyline. I thought it was great. I thought. Me I, too. I thought it was fantastic, but what current stories does do, do the WWE has? I, I and I didn't even say WWE. I said pro wrestling as a whole. What they're all going toward the rumble right now. It's all all the all the mini stories, mini stories. Okay, what feud do they have right now that is that is riveting? What what feud is going on currently? Well, the the four way match for the um, for the three way match for the uh, uh, Roman Reigns title. That's a story. What's going to happen with uh, AJ Styles and uh, LA Knight? They're building that story very cleverly and very slowly. Okay. That's a story inside an angle. Okay. So, what do you fans think? Meantime, we. We're almost out of time, and I had so much more to talk about. <laughs> what do you think about the bomb that was dropped? The bomb that was dropped that Sting's final match could be he and Darby Allen against the Young Bucks. We were talking on Time Machine when we uh, taped it earlier this evening, and both Teddy Long and Mac Davis were like, what? why this? Why not like Sting against Chris Jericho. And I said, well, the Young Bucks, you know, brought that company along with Cody and others to fruition. But do they deserve to be the Sting final match? Do you think that's going to be the final match? Because we still have a couple of months to go before that's locked in. Or do you think this might be a setup to a Sting single match with somebody? Revolution is um, the beginning of March. Yeah. So about six weeks or so. Yeah. So they still have some time. Yeah. Um, oof. Yeah, I definitely don't want to see that as things final match. Uh, yeah, March the third. So. Not Ric Flair. No, definitely no. <laughs> no. Um, I, I definitely, I, I don't want to see Sting in a singles match. Uh, really? Okay. No, I don't. I don't. Uh, I think he's been doing a really good job with um, protecting himself. Um, sure. with, with, with doing Darby. Darby's doing mo <laughs> a lot of the heavy work and uh, Sting is just doing spots nowadays. And Sting's jumping, jumping off, off balconies. Yeah, jumping stuff. off of balconies and so, I mean, I, I'm here for it. I, I'm here for it. Um, I do see attack match. I, I, you know, it, it would be I, I think it would, I think for Sting 
it would it would just be in his crawl for the rest of his life if he has a singles match and he bombs it. Like I, I just I don't I don't think that he would like it. I don't think that he I don't think that that's something that he would just be okay with. Go riding off to the sunset with the with the uh, stinker of a match. Like if his it depends match, who the opponent is, it, so, because like like a time machine, we were talking about the ideal guy to put Sting over and give him a good match and protect him would probably be Chris Jericho. I don't think so. I don't think so. Jericho, Jericho and Jericho, both Sting and Jericho are my top five all time, but Jericho's not as uh, uh, polished in the ring as he used to be. Uh, so I, I definitely wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't. And plus, Jericho's just. I mean, I, I think Jericho needs to step away for a little bit. Actually, I think that from a PR perspective, I, I think Jericho needs to step away for a while because I don't. I don't think. I, I think that the, you know, even if it was Sting versus Jericho, I think that the, all the fan reaction of him and you know the news and stuff like that I think that that would shroud you know him versus Sting and I don't want Sting to have anything to do with that so I, what about I, I, this what about this just a, this just went from here and it's stuck in the middle what if Darby Allen says I don't want us to do that and Sting looks at Darby Allen and he says well why don't you do it and then they now have Sting against Darby Allen I mean, now that's I've said that for months. I mean, that's that's what I thought it was going to be. I thought I thought the last Me match too. was going to be Sting versus Darby, and, and Sting put Darby over. But but at the same time, it's the, here's my here's my problem with that. Darby Allen has not been uh, properly pushed whatsoever, and I don't think he would if he beat Sting. So why would mm-hmm. Sting uh, confiscate? Losing against Darby Allen just for Darby Allen to go 50 50. No, you know, no, he like, doesn't like, lose to Darby Allen. Darby Allen does the coffin drop like he did this past week on AEW from a high spot somewhere. Sting moves out of the way, crash, one, two, three. Sting wins, picks him up, says, You're a great kid. This guy's going to be a world champion one day. They hug. Yay. Sting's, Sting won his last match, and he's endorsed Darby Allen the best he could. He can do that if he tagged with them. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to see a tag match. I want to see. A tag I, I mean, match. I'm not. I'm not. I don't necessarily disagree with you saying that you don't want a tag match. But Sting's my all-time favorite wrestler, and so I don't. Again, I don't want. Like, I'm sure Sting more than me. You know, doesn't want to see him go out in a stinker. I mean, like the the Bound for Glory match between him and Hulk Hogan. And I've been following Sting since 1987, and and the 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 for Glory match that he had with Hulk Hogan was probably the worst match I've ever seen Sting mm-hmm. have. It was it was it was horrible. Now, if that was his last match, there's no way that he would have wanted to uh, retire from that match. And so, he's definitely. You know, he's definitely kind of had a renaissance, you know, uh, run, you know, in, in a sense. But if he Darby Allen can definitely protect Sting and I, I, and I understand why he would want to do a tag match. I, if it's if it's up to me, it's Sting versus someone who can protect them and Sting goes over. But we have to be real here. Sting, you know, Sting in a singles match just. 
No, I don't see it. I don't want see it, it being successful. You don't want it to be a stinker. I don't want to see it. I don't want to be a stinker. Stinker, yeah. yes, right? Yes, indeed. Yes. I just, I and, just. Do we have any uh, any questions before we have to get out of here? Uh, I don't think we have. Uh, we just had one super chat. Um, yeah, people. A lot of people are agreeing with me on the on the uh, on the. The, the yeah, I, I haven't looked at the chat tonight. Oh, no, it's all right. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know who I would like? You know who I would like? Uh, you know who I would like? If Sting had a singles match, um, I got one person who I think would work in AEW currently that would work. Okay. You know who that person is? No. Christian Cage. Oh, you know, I mentioned that also on Time Machine. I said that that would be a great. He has got so much heat, yes, going on for him right now. He's a yes. major. Oh, he's fantastic. He's a major guy there. He's fabulous. He's fantastic. And the heat he could get for that match, yes, would just be absolutely freaking yeah. awesome. I'd, I'd really be, I'd be game for that. I'd, I'd be game for that because Christian can definitely still go. I mean, he's still great in the ring. And if there's anybody who I, who I feel Sting would feel comfortable with in a singles match that would accentuate his positives more than uh, have him have to do a lot of work, it would be Christian Cage. Because the thing is with Taker, you know, Taker and AJ Styles, Taker, he kept coming back because he was so disappointed in his matches, you know, like mm-hmm. yeah, that Taker just kept coming back. He did. He he he. To my point, Taker was feeling the same way. He was like, "Man, Goldberg stinker." You know what I mean? Like, man, Roman Reigns stinker. You know what I mean? Like, he just kept coming back, and he didn't want to retire just yeah. with a stinker. You know what I mean? And I think, and I, and I think the AJ match, he he kind of he he felt it. It felt good. He rested on it, and uh, it would be great. And, and you know, it would be cool. Like to be honest with you, I wish that it was more of. I wish that there were theater a part of it. I wish that Sting kind of brought some Scorpion back and the Crow, and you know, it became it just it just wasn't just a regular match. You know, what I mean, I don't want Sting to retire in a regular match either. I wish that, you know, I'd be totally fine if it was like theatrics a part of it. If it was outside the ring and all. All the bells and whistles and everything accentuating Sting's positives, and Sting goes over, man. I, I'd be totally fine with that. Uh, listen, yeah. the boss man, Raju Gupta has yeah, a question. He wants yeah. to know, do, we, do yeah. we foresee a surprise at the Rumble return for, like, Naomi? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think that's where they're going with it. I think that uh, Naomi, I can see Naomi returns. I, uh, although I thought that uh, Bound for Glory, was, I mean, not Bound for Glory, but uh, Hard to Kill was going to be her last match because he dropped it to Jordan Grace. But um, she's got another match with uh, Giselle Shaw uh, coming up, too. So she's actually competing outside. She's actually competing outside of the uh, outside of the pay-per-view. But I still see if there's a surprise. I can see her. For the man, I can see Andrade come back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me I can too. See him Sting could hand the bat off to Dark. 
Darby at the end of the match. That's a great way to pass. Instead of passing the torch, he passes the bat. The bat. Yeah. Great comment. That's the reason why I think it should be a uh, Michael Pesolano. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, Michael's a, a big. Uh, yeah, no, uh, I'm go- I'm st- I'm staying with. I'm staying with the single match. I don't like the tag team match. If they do the tag team match, I don't like it either. I don't don't like it either. I'm just saying that it it would be a stinker uh, unless someone. But it's not going to be. It's not going to be as fun if he does it in the tag team match. It's his final match for AEW. It's not going to be his final match. Maybe he's going to go to Australia with uh, uh, Conrad Thompson and his people, uh, (laughs) and it's part of the Starcast show and wrestle a match he, there and make that his final reti- match. He said he's retiring at a revolution. He doesn't see he well, didn't see you know, he has retired nine times. Terry think, Funk retired twenty four times, but he's not Terry. He's not Luthez and Terry Funk. If Sting, look, if Sting, Sting was born in March of fifty nine, so and so he's he's a March baby. So and so this year he'll be sixty five years old. Like Revolution is okay. a few weeks is, a, is like two and a half weeks before his birthday, so he's like nearly sixty five years old at this point. Like Terry Funk retired between like. 35 and 65 is like he retired like 18 times. Sting retired once and then he unretired and like he's like no I'm I'm, I'm retired for real now. So I, I think I think that's that's no, all. I don't know I don't know. You know I know Sting per- you know I know him personally. I've known him since day 1 back when he was in the Bill Watts days and uh he's one of the most honest people I've ever met but I in my opinion you know, it could even be a year down the line or six months down the line. If this is a tag team match, he'll get the pin on one of the young bucks. That's for sure. It'll be a glorious match. But I think that this is his retirement match, then maybe in tag teams. And he could say, I never said I was retired from single wrestling. I want one more match. As a Sting fan, I will say, please, no Sting. No, don't do it. No, don't I'm do it. it I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it out there. for the fans. <laughs> please, don't do it. Sting, no, stay home. No, stay home, Sting. Please, stay home. Uh, <laughs> uh, let the listeners know where to find you, my brother. Wait a minute. I'm so old that I remember professional wrestling was amateur wrestling. No, I, I shot Abraham Lincoln's first uh, wrestling match with my Very camera nice. there. Nice. So you can find me at After One Wrestling on Twitter. And we are working very feverishly with the uh, uh, with the social media department at uh, at Sportskeeda to get our Twitter handles down here already in 2024. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right. I, I give homework as a, as a, uh, a therapist and a college professor. I give homework. So your homework for uh, the SK Nation is, first of all, like, share, subscribe if you haven't and you're watching this. Thank you for watching it. Uh, be yes. sure to comment in the comment section of this video. Respectfully. Act like adults. And, and comment respectfully. Agree, disagree. That's not an issue. Either way, totally fine. And so uh, go ahead and put your comments on there so your homework is other than like sharing and subscribing is who do you think 
Sting's last opponent should be, or opponents, we'll see, opponent or opponents should be for his final match at Revolution on March the 3rd. Uh, so it's got to be an AEW talent. So, yeah, it's got to be. I mean, yeah, realistically, you know, who, who's in a, who in AEW do you think realistically will go against Sting? My, by the way, my last comment on the Rhea Ripley thing about her forgetting her lines, the rest of that promo to me was so good, I just it just went past me. It didn't matter. People do that. Sure, sure. That's it. Agree or disagree, it's okay. That's and why that, we do this. Absolutely. And I will say in return uh, that uh, if, if someone who was uh, already struggling for promos, you got to... You can't do that. But I will say this. I will say this, though. Here's something to uh, what's, what's your appetite for uh, next week. So, of course, uh, we, we, we got a roll, but uh, Dolph Ziggler returned uh, to, I mean, well, Dolph Ziggler made his uh, debut in Wrestle Kingdom. And Nick he, uh, uh, yes, and, and he also came to uh, Hard to Kill. But this is something I was thinking of. I think that he was misused in New Japan. Because he is uh, feuding, it seems like he's about to feud against uh, uh, Finley, David Finley. But I think that he should have been the newest leader of Bullet Club. I think that's yeah, that would be a good idea, or an opponent for um, Sting in AEW. Great. No, no. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this guy right here is Bill After. I'm Dr. Chris. This is unscripted. Have a good night, everybody. Solo. Right. See you.